I'm just picturing like we're talking right now, but then I'm picturing like you know when you listen to podcasts, like this is what happens when people are like what you're listening to. Yeah, like, kind of cool. It is. It's it's weird to get used to it, and it's weird to think about like because we're talking, like it's a conversation between us, but at the same time, it's there's a microphone. There's a microphone. Uh, it depends on the person. Sometimes you can't. I was doing Peter the other day. Crazy easy. We talked for like an hour. Yeah. It's it's it. All it sounds like to me when I do it with people is it's just like it's a directed conversation. Like it's a conversation yeah. that's natural, but like you have to stay on this vein. You can't trail off of it. You have to talk about this, but everything else is up to you. And so it's as natural as it is unnatural. It definitely it is natural, but there is some an element where it's like I'll watch a behind the scenes video of a singer on a radio show, and I feel like that's what I'm on right now. Yeah, no, I understand. It's it's very strange, especially if I used to it. It took me a while to get used to it. I I for. I think I recorded nine or ten times, just twenty-minute videos, of, like twenty-minute audio of me just talking, and it was really shitty. And then I was like, "Fuck it, I want to do something. I want to make this like actually focused." So I like decided to focus in and like started this podcast using that. But it took a while for me to feel comfortable, and even now I feel like an asshole half time <laughs> talking. Uh, but I get it. So um, let's get into the introductions. Uh, I am here today with Rebecca Cavalier. Uh, Becca, uh, say hi. Hi, I'm Rebecca Cavalier. <laughs> uh, Becca is a student at SUNY New Paltz. She is a photographer. Um, she's involved in the in music. She is a sociology minor. Major. Ma- it's, oh, sociology. Digital media production and sociology yep. major. Um, and yeah, so she's here today to talk with me a little bit about uh, the stuff we've been talking about, which is ethical conversations and like the valley between them. So uh, it's a little crazy. We might, we might do some cutting or whatever. This is uh, her first time on a podcast. Oh, so yeah, it's a so little I'm very nervous. Um, but uh, so let's talk about it a little bit. I'll give you some background so you're up to date as to what I've been talking about. And then we'll kind of get into what we have planned, quote unquote. Um, so when it comes to the conversation of conversations, how we talk to each other, in today's day and age, it's very difficult to have conversations when you disagree. Um, because you come with different background knowledge, you come with different expectations. Um, you, you know, it's very important to define your terms first, define yeah. your thoughts first, and like what Definitely. come to those conclusions first. So um, I wanted to bring you on because me and you have done this more than a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have disagreed totally. about more than a few things, uh, and so I wanted to kind of talk about that with you a little bit. So. Um, I mentioned actually earlier in this podcast, I mentioned the tweet I said about if you can afford food stamps, yeah, to yeah, drugs, yeah, food yeah. stamps thing. Uh, and I talked a little bit about that. So, um, but yeah, if you want to talk, uh, first about the little incident we had like two yeah. weeks ago, just give some background. We can kind of dive into that from there. So if you want to just like to get yourself comfortable, just you know, yeah. start talking about it. Yeah. So like, uh, well, well, I'll even say, so I had a, something go on in my life and then I guess the reason why John wanted to do this podcast was because we had an interesting conversation about it over dinner too and we kind of had just different beliefs mm-hmm. about it so i guess i'll tell you what happened I'm like closer you're good you're good so where we go to school there's a lot of bands and one up and coming band wanted me to be their like pr sort of like photographer media person just dope as hell Yes, it would have been really good uh, to just kind of have a steady gig. Foreshadowing. Would have been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, like, they had shows planned. You know, they were pretty lucky. Are we allowed to curse? Uh, yeah, I mean, don't throw them every second. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no it's not, I, I don't know if it's I, not banned. <laughs> I know, of course. I just curse like a sailor. No, I so get it, dude. I, I, I need yeah. it. I want to know if I had to watch myself. 
Um, so, you know, I feel like a lot of New Paltz bands, it's just like you play a house show every once in a while and you're lucky if you can't like a gig anywhere else. But they were so lucky to get weekly secured shows yeah. at one of the bars in town mm-hmm. on like a, on a party sort of night. It's not like a Monday night. It's a night where... Thursdays, right? Thursdays, yeah. yeah. Thursdays. Thursday nights, which is... Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah, exactly. No, it's so a, like, it's a yeah, bar, there is right? money involved. If people sure. aren't going to see them, they're yeah. just going to the bar. Oh, that's, it's a so good So there's game. definitely still money um, and exposure. Um, so I was really excited for that. And then, and I wasn't like fully involved. Like they didn't really keep me in the loop of anything. Just like, it's like, we have a show come. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what happened, we'll call the lead guy, Bob, which okay. is a very classic, you know, good old Bob, Bob. Yeah. So th- it was Wednesday. Uh-huh. This guy who I know of reached out to me saying like, I don't know if you heard, but your band that you're working with. Uh, did a bad thing. I was like, what do you mean? So the story that he told me is that there's a bar in town who was recently getting in trouble because one of their bartenders was being um, like abusive verbally, physically, um, rumors of sexually. I haven't, nothing confirmed on that. I haven't seen, but like was just like, would like shove people at the bar, like yell at them um, and be very aggressive. Um, so like physically abusive. Yes, more? like shove okay. them. Yeah. So um, I've heard I heard sexually abusive from more than one person, but I also haven't heard any actual incidents of that. So I wasn't sure if it was more physical or we, sexual. We we heard different things. I, I I've just heard someone say he was like, someone said he was like harassing chicks like women and stuff. Yeah, sexual exactly. well he would like shove women. It wasn't like yeah. he was getting fights well, with men. Is that like, that's physical though, right? More th- than sexual harassment. I guess I mean, he's like, if you're like pushing, pushing the a woman, wall. then that's a physical. But I, if he's like pushing her by her, that's boobs, what I, like, I, yeah, that's, that's the part I wasn't aware of. <laughs> yeah, uh, and honestly, there's a difference there to me. Maybe. Um, oh, to, well, they're still bad. They're both bad. Either way, as a bouncer, bouncer. Well, he's just, a bartender, not a bouncer. Oh, he wasn't a bouncer. He was a bartender. He's a bartender. Oh shit! And, and okay. what it said is like he apparently is, like was drunk yeah. when he would serve people and it would just be very aggressive. Totally. Um, so at the time, so. My band, through this guy who texted me, who we'll call Fred. Fred booked this show at the ba- at the. I'm allowed to say the name of the bar. At the bar. At the bar. <laughs> um, Fred booked a show at the bar, and then upon learning this news that some problematic things were happening, um, at the time, I'm unsure if they had put the problematic guy on leave or he was still there. Mm-hmm. Regardless. He was either still there working that night or they put him he on leave while they on were... on the roster, at least for the moment still. Whether he was working that night or not, he was still on the uh, payroll. Yeah, like, yeah, he was on leave or there. Yeah. yeah. In order to, like, investigate. Sure, sure, sure. Fred, upon learning, upon learning this, moved the show to a different location because yes. he didn't want to... Get involved. Get involved with all that stuff. Bar, yeah. So my band that I worked with instead went, oh, sick. That's a great opportunity for us to play two hours right before school starts. Like, great publicity. Like, so he went behind Fred's back and still played the bar that night, completely not caring about, like, the fact that a problematic guy either was there that night or had been allegedly, like, like, had been put on leave or whatever. Sure. And, um, now... I don't know where... That's pretty much the story. So, um, to summarize there, there is a band who's scheduled to play at a bar. 
comes out that the bar had a problematic worker that didn't get fired immediately. And so a lot of people in the area, it's a very progressive area, were like, yo, if this guy's being shitty towards women and the bar's not going to fire him immediately, we're not going to support the bar anymore. But the band that Becca's involved with said, screw it, this is good publicity, I don't care. This is for our professional thing, it doesn't really matter to me what happened, they decided to play anyways. And then you two got into a little altercation and you decided yeah. to leave the group, right? Yes. Yes. So I texted him, I tried to... You know, I, you mentioned the valley. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the valley at the time, but I tried to, you know, come into it very, like, I wasn't, like, trying to accuse him. I just said, hey, like, this guy reached out to me and told me about this. Can you tell me your thoughts? Because yeah. Fred was telling me that Bob was saying some, uh, I guess, insensitive sort of things toward it. And I wanted to see if he was actually being that much of, like... A douche or if not, yeah. Yeah. And basically, through what we had said, he was, like, he said something, like... You know, man, that's just rock and roll. There are shady people out there, but there's nothing you can do about it. It was great publicity for us. Like, I made the right choice for us at the time. And, like, what really, really bothered me, like, the difference, let's pretend this guy had been placed on leave and Bob had come to me defending himself, like, well, you know, I understand, like, they're just allegations. Nothing has been proven yet, so they can't, like they want to put him on leave while they investigate, like, mm-hmm. I think it's fair for us to still play. But that wasn't his reasoning. His reasoning was just like, Fucking I cares. don't care. Yeah. Like, um, they literally, the guy could have murdered someone and they would have played sure. anyway. Uh, and, and so me and Becca conversed about this and we had a bit of a disagreement. And this, in our disagreement, kind of what led me to think about this whole, the Valley and the conversational ethics and things like that. Um, and so my dilemma with this yeah. is, so like, personally, I think, like, Personally, I understand the idea of some dudes was aggressive. There's not any really camera footage or anything of it, so they have to kind of take their time with it. So they're not going to fire some guys that are working yeah. there for two years off the bat. I understand a band saying, that's crazy. For now, it's not really my problem. We were a band that wants to play. Uh, it's not like the establishment was condoning it. They're just trying to take their time. I understand that. Um, I also understand someone saying, I'm just not going to get myself involved. Um, but the issue we kind of faced is we found that we disagreed on more than just that topic. Yeah. Like we, cause, and to kind of back up to before you were here, we, I talked about the different levels of all the different things that make up the conversation. So we came together and started talking about if that guy was wrong for still playing the show. Yeah. But it's not really how it goes. There's a lot more to it. Like, I think we disagree on professionalism versus personal. Yeah. We were talking about like, if you can like. Have you can separate or whatever that. Yeah. In... outside of business and yeah. in business. Like I said, uh, and this is actually when I this is the moment I realized it that we just were on different pages. It was crazy because I said, um, it doesn't matter what he thinks personally. He has to make professional decisions for his business, and you can't combine them. And you were like, yes, you can. You yeah. have to combine them. And I just went, whoa, <laughs> we have completely <laughs> different opinions on yeah. like a basic part of that argument not even the argument itself but a part that makes the argument can you bring your moral compass to the workplace and I think the answer is sometimes I think that so for me at least the answer is you have to consider your moral ground in things but there's sometimes you have to say this is better this is good for what I'm trying to accomplish to the point where it's worth me maybe putting my feelings to the side if it's nothing direct or really dangerous or anything like that yeah. is how I feel you might feel different and say no matter what you have to have your opinions on your sleeve and you have to Go based yeah. on that. Um, and I don't know if there's a right answer to that. I think it's just a difference in the way you're going to approach things. I know, like, 
for if I'm in like a club or something like that or I'm in a position of power of, for some reason or whatever like I consistently am putting my personal opinions out people and mm-hmm. for the music collective we're, we're in a, a club the music collective we have bands come to play and we yeah. have stuff like that and when it comes to the club I disagree with a lot of people sometimes but I have to yeah. t- I kind of hold my tongue because it's not about my personal opinions yeah. it's about I'm a vice president for a club it's not about how I feel it's about how the club feels yeah. or whatever um and so I think that is where I think, like, values should have a separation. I don't know how you feel yeah. about that. Well, I think, it, like, your own personal thoughts, I think your, uh, what is it called? Values, opinions, Personal values ethics, and stuff should... Moral compass. Sh- your moral compass Oh-ho-ho. should come into play when it is something that has, I think, like, a greater gravity than, like, let's pretend we had booked a band where you're just like, I think this music is stupid. Yeah. That's nothing horrible. But if it's, like, we booked a band where the guy murdered someone. Sure. Like, when it's something that doesn't have to do with, like, subjective opinion of liking and not liking, but that also you can also then argue... I understand. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, yeah, there's a difference. What I'll say, too, is I think a lot of this... The hard thing I have is I, I always wonder how much of this is like the PC culture thing. Because I think to a point, like there's important change that's been made. But I always think people are way oversensitive now. Mm-hmm. Like you told me some guy at a bar was being aggressive. I was like, ugh, who gives a fuck? That happens all the time. It's, how, yeah. it's a fucking seedy bar. Of course mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Um, like this bar is like not the best okay. place, of course. So to me, it's like, who gives a fuck? If yeah. you don't like that, don't go to that bar. That bar is yeah. known for that. Don't go there if you don't want to get, if you don't want to have anything sketchy happen. I think the other opinions of that should never happen. Yeah, a I woman like, shouldn't feel unsafe in any situation like that, or whatever. A person should yeah, feel unsafe well, like, in any situation. If that's like that. your point, like my point of view in that sense is like, well, it is a seedy bar. If you don't want to go there, don't go there. Or why do we continue to let them be a seedy, disgusting bar? Like it doesn't sure. have to go on that way. Yeah, and it's a t- what's well, a tough middle ground because you have a cut, and this introduces a couple different topics. When it comes to a bar like that, I know a lot of people that are okay. I'm a regular at that bar. That bar is a little seedy ass. Dive bar, I like that. I don't want to go to the bar because well, if that Who bar, anyone no, because they, what if the other type? Well, I mean, if it's not a bar like that, it's going to be a bar like the other ones in town that are more party, party young kids, yeah. and so some people don't like that, and so yeah. that's my issue. Is like there's a level of, I think there's a, there's integrity as part of it. There's progressiveness to like be better, um, and there's also how progressive is. Normal and how progressive is overcompensating. I think those are like the three aspects that get put into conversations like okay. that in any in any form, mm-hmm. whether it's about a bar or about how police officers are treating people in the inner cities or how whatever. I think you have to keep all those things in place when it comes to like, uh, let's say it's coming to um, I don't know what's what's a what's a ethical concern that you want to talk. What's what's an interesting one for you? Like interesting moral social issue of right now. Interesting moral social Like, issues. you know, you like social oh, yeah. issues. Which oh, yeah. one are you fucking, like, are passionate about? Because I want to get into details about one of those. I'm... Uh, something in specific... I don't I'm know if there's your wheelhouse just Something so that can, really, really pisses me off. Like, could be small, big, whatever, yeah. Or just, like, um, when people in, like, pa- like, the whole art over... Uh, Art and the artist, you know, if like someone does something, oh, like, like art, that sort of separating stuff. art and artist. Yeah, that, uh, that give me your really give me your it. finger. I'm interested to hear that because I I very much it's a very that's a tough one. That's a good one. Yeah, I personally think that like no matter what, if I don't care if you made a good movie, yeah. you know, if you like rape people, then you shouldn't be allowed to like continue making movies. 
and have your films be like, wow, like I love this because like I get it, it's a good piece of art, but what bothers me is that like systemically that shows that mm-hmm. you can do bad you don't things. Care about the victim and as much as you can. Not about even care them. about the victim. It's just that like if I like like Harvey Weinstein was able to do all of his get away with it for so long because people just kind of care but it happened you yeah. know like just cra- well he was and, just power and it built it's cra- that's and that a crazy sh- and if he were to get away with that then that shows that yeah. you can but he did assault for way too long yes yeah. you can assault people yeah and get away with it you know like so here's a so here's so how do you feel about this you, thing? you can do bad so things get, as long as you make good art so I like, agree with like problem. if you're like a if you are like in R. Kelly or uh, oh or Weinstein, if you're like you know if you if you've pulled some shit and it's and it's and it's been proven or whatever, I don't think you should necessarily. I think that I think that once that comes out, most people aren't going to support a lot of your work in the future, and you're going to have face maybe legal consequences or at the very least, no one's going to work with you like Kevin Spacey stuff like that. But to like say Kevin Spacey, right? Should we not? Should I, like how do you feel about me watching American Beauty from like the '90s? With Kevin Spacey in it, are you the person? Because some people say like, I'm not gonna watch a Kevin Spacey movie ever again. Mm-hmm. Or do you just say, oh, if Kevin Spacey releases anything, you shouldn't support it? You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. Kanye came out and Kanye, you know, fucked a bunch of kids, <laughs> should I not listen to any Kanye music anymore at all? Yeah. And is music different than film? I think there's a few differences. Yeah, just kind of go into that for me, because that's the line that I find yeah. interesting, right? I get saying I'm not going to buy any more Kanye new records or anything like that. I'm not going to openly support him, but I also don't get saying, okay, I'm never listening to Kanye again. That's where it gets dicey for me. Yeah, that, I think the overall, like, everyone in the world should agree that if that comes out, that person should not be able to have a platform anymore. Like new stuff or like and new all stuff. this stuff? Okay, new stuff, yeah. The part where I think people disagree. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> like, this is the part where then, like, yeah. that's the line where it's like, okay, cool. And then once you get past that, I think everyone has different thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, I have my own, like, thoughts on that. Like, I think that, like, if you want to watch Kevin Spacey, like, okay. Like, I think that there are, like... Still, I think the world. I could go on never watching Kevin Spacey. You know, sure. if I don't need to, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch a Harvey Weinstein film to watch Kevin Spacey. You know, okay. Like, it's just I think I can live without it. So if I can, I'm going to. You know. Same. Like, with, okay. So you're not maybe okay. So like I know you're really into music, right? What's your what's yeah. one of your favorite bands right now? Or even if you. Uh, Okay, I think well, I whatever you you're about to say is... Pine Grove, Pine Grove. Yeah, a lot, exactly. right? Like, so. they had a whole thing happen to them. They went away. They came back with whole apology or whatever. Sure. Some people accepted them back. Some people didn't. Um, from what they said, like, I understand the situation more. And I think... Like, I haven't thought about this in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I, at the time, like, I thought... It's like, they can come back, you know, whatever. Because I think that the way that they They went about... That whole thing was handled was good sure. for like restorative justice all that stuff totally. but like I still feel weird about the situation and I get like, it would make me feel weird I think no yeah. matter what I'd feel weird yeah so um, like which I think is also the that's same the hard, so, it depends on everything if, too it depends on if okay if, if it's I raped 12 people if it's one time I made a mistake and like came, yeah. like came on to a girl and she was saying no I didn't stop I didn't do anything that bad I stopped after a minute but like it did take me a little while and I'm apologetic about it now I'm a lot more likely to say okay he fucked up I think a big issue, too, and I've talked to this on the podcast a lot, is context and stuff. People don't care about context at all anymore. Um, I think that it's more important than you think. 
perfect example right now. The Liam Neeson thing, right? So the Liam Neeson thing, have you heard about it at all? I don't think so. Oh my god, this is going to be crazy. Just strap in right now. Like, <laughs> like, like. okay, so there was an interview about his newer movie that's coming out soon, okay. right? What the fuck it's called? Uh, I don't know what it's called. But uh, he had an interview about it. And in the interview, he like pretty much randomly came out and said that a couple decades ago... I'm going to give you the snippet that everyone's been quoting, and then I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. But a couple decades ago, um, one of his very close female friends was raped by a black dude. And he said he wandered around, like, with a gun for, like, a week, just, like, begging for a reason to kill one of those black bastards. I almost to kill a black person, right? And that's what everyone's been quoting. A lot of people are like, fuck, Liam Neeson, he's a piece of shit, right? He continues to say, I am humiliated and ashamed, and I carry the guilt that I had that thought with me for decades. I've never been more upset with myself for anything. Yeah. And he's coming out and saying, I had this thought once and I realized how fucked up that was and it made me understand mm-hmm. things differently and I felt guilt and shame about that yeah. since that time, right? Yeah. Good for Liam Neeson. Yeah, totally. He's bringing a problem to the front and saying, okay, yes. I fucked up. I mean, and, and it's not, it's almost, it's kind of misplaced, right? Okay, some That's guy, so some funny. guy rapes the chick that, that he's really close with. That's really fucked up. That's really difficult for him to handle. I completely understand saying, I want to kill that guy. The thing, though, he says, I want to kill a black person. Yeah. Because he's associated bad things to it. Yes. And that's, I get that being fucked up. But he's come out and said, I, this is what happened to me. Yeah. I want to talk about this in an open forum. Yeah. And there are some people that are saying, no, fuck him for ever having the thought. Yeah. And I say, like, that is, and that's why, that's why I don't like the PC culture. I don't like that at, either. To that step. Just, just, like, that's the point where I disagree when you're saying, doesn't matter the context. Roseanne said that that woman looked like a monkey and she's black. Okay, Roseanne, you remember, do you remember that? Roseanne Barr, uh, comedian, TV show Roseanne, she was on like Xanax and, or whatever the fuck she was on, uh, okay. Ambien, and uh, tweeted something about a woman like acting like a fucking monkey. And the woman was black. She didn't know the woman was black. The woman, I guess light skin or whatever. She didn't realize the woman was black. She was making a poor taste, com- yeah. she's a comedian, poor yeah. taste comedian's joke about a political person she disagrees with. And everyone's like, She's a racist. They canceled the Roseanne show. They're like, she's a racist. They canceled her show, whatever. But if you look, oh, she, okay, she was on Ambien. Yeah. She didn't know the person was black genuinely. She, I'm pretty sure, has a, like, she's been doing philanthropic charity work for Africa for, like, decades. Yeah. She's not racist. Like, yeah. this woman clearly made a mistake. She was with Pajalic. Yeah. And the... TV station has come out recently and said that they prematurely canceled it and they kind of shouldn't have because it does seem like it was a mistake or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the internet just literally said no matter what you say, she was apologizing. They were all like, great, fuck you, steal your piece of shit. And they just, ref- you know, people refuse to have context. Yeah. And that's where I start having issues with, and that's the valley, I think, yeah. is when you forget context. Like you forget about, oh, yeah. I don't understand everything. You want to say, I, I get it all and I'm smart. Uh, another question that sure. we're not going to go into. Yeah. Just like, isn't it great? It's such a big yeah. conversation you even think about having, yeah. you know? Well, to what extent is, like, are kind of famous people responsible for, like, just, like, don't tweet dumb shit. I, exactly. Like, you know? Like, with the Kanye George, uh, the Kanye saying the worst, like, uh, we wanted to be slaves type yeah. thing. Okay, his point made some sense. He really <laughs> phrased it wrong. His point is, we are free, but the mindset, we, you know, he said, like, we wanted to be, he didn't think we wanted to be slaves. He's saying that... Uh, back in the day, we f- they physically could have they out they had more numbers. They physically could have gotten out of it. It was just a mental thing, and that nowadays he feels the jail system is like slavery in itself, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was more complex than that. But yeah. don't fucking say those words in a sentence, dude. I, know. I wouldn't say Especially those words in a sentence. Like, You're a goddamn celebrity. Yeah. Like that's where it's like just 
If you want to make a point, you make it eloquently. Yeah. Don't speak some dumbass sentence and then be like, why is everyone mad? Like, yeah. Like, if Especially, you... like, being Kanye West, knowing to, like, have... Knowing to be the... Mm-hmm. Not the most, like... Yeah. But to the same extent, too, it doesn't matter what you say a lot of times, too. Because even, even if you try to explain yourself right and you want to have a conversation, a lot of people are still going to say, fuck you, you're racist, or something like that. And it's yeah. tough. It's a tough... Yeah. It's a tough line that everyone has to walk. Um... I even see it here at school. Um, at, at New Paltz, it's a very liberal school. It's a very progressive yeah. school. I mean, if I even feel like I have a middle of the aisle opinion, I am like looking around to make sure I'm not going to offend anyone if I want to yeah. say it. And that's really that's upsetting to me to say, oh, I have to watch what I'm saying, even though I'm not saying anything inappropriate. I still feel incom- I still have to look around mm-hmm. once or twice. That's not a healthy place for our society to be in right mm-hmm. now. It really freaks me out. Why do you think we have issues with? Communication on such a large scale right now. Like, why do you think everyone's in their corners? Not to every age group, every area of the country. Yeah. Like, why? Why do you think it's a problem? Like, or why do you think it, it's? Ha- what do you think the why cause it's is? Why happening? Why? What's the cause? And yeah, and I think that just like our country is so polar right now, mm-hmm. and I think that there's been a lot of changes that are going on very quickly that mm-hmm. a lot of people that I guess aren't as open-minded can't get behind that fast. Like, sure. Everything on I both think, ends of the aisle too. Yeah. It's just. Open-minded, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's especially big with, like, the trans community, mm-hmm. where, like, out of nowhere, trans people, like, I feel like no one really heard about, like, being gender-neutral and non-binary and stuff five years ago. Like, and even then, that's, like, if you were on Tumblr and shit. Like, yeah. in the mainstream, I mean, it was, like, yeah, like, five years ago, we were still getting used to, like, yeah. gay culture being yes, on TV exactly. and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, and I think now, like, the gay community um, has, like, a lot of people now are becoming like, sure. are saying like coming out and stuff of like saying those things um and getting a lot of support for people who like it's a, it's a large community sure. you know but since there are a lot of people who s- just still aren't okay that people are gay like it's sure. just I think a lot Takes time. and I think that each group feels like personally attacked understandably yeah I understand like if you're in a minority group I completely understand saying this is just and there's just also very drastic things happening yeah. right now like, at the same time too I think there's also maybe a lack of understanding sometimes as well like I understand like if I was like so as much as I like okay so if someone is uh, if you're if you are a, a transgender person right very mm-hmm. difficult coming out hard thing and I don't think anyone should ever be hateful towards anybody right mm-hmm. no matter who they even no matter how much you agree with someone you shouldn't sit there and say I don't like them as a people like yeah. you know that's fucked up no matter who you are but I also understand people being confused or uncomfortable because mm-hmm. if you're like my dad when my dad was growing up, he never ever saw any of that. Now, that doesn't mean he can be crazy towards mm-hmm. someone. But if my dad's like, yeah, that makes me a little uncomfortable, I'm a little confused, that makes sense because yes. it's not part of the culture until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the, a problem I have is you see a lot of people that are in a minority group not wanting to have a conversation. And I understand it to a point because they say, oh, I've spent so long. You know, There's so many people in the majority group that have chastised me and ostracized mm-hmm. me and stuff. I don't feel comfortable, so I have like an ingrained kind of anger but to me it's like if that's the case then we're never going to get to a middle ground we have to really talk oh yeah. I'm curious you're a transgender how does this work I'm, I am want to know more and it's hard to have conversations yeah. like that in today's culture well then I think the counter to mm-hmm. that is like if you're I love the first, it's straight says white Christian male sort of type yeah. of person you got that like, that's, <laughs> that is, <laughs> you practice that in the mirror a couple times that's funny so um, yeah you like you know uh, historically, has not really faced any sort of oppression and has. From a 
a white per- uh, American perspective. From like the idea of the group as a whole, yeah. Yes. Like comparatively, yeah. Those sure. are the men who the people who are have power in this totally. country, um, who have oppressed people, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, for example, like should the trans community, what their thing is, is like, just you like you guys totally have been the ones to oppress us this whole time it's not my responsibility to explain this to you there's like uh articles on the internet like i as a human don't need to explain this to you inform yourself do something because like for the longest time you guys have had the power like we have worked hard to like totally be recognized do some work read learn i don't have to educate you educate yourself I understand it, but I think that's a flawed perspective only because that's a great way to f- become more ostracized. Like, to me, and I'm, and I'm sh- as uh, that uh, white c- cis Christian <laughs> I, I understand, like, I, as much as I understand that, I also say, okay, we're talking about a 2% of the population. I believe the LGBTQ sure. plus is about, like, f- at most, like, 5% or something like mm-hmm. that, which is crazy to me, honestly. I feel like it would be like, oh, 20%, yeah. right? That makes sense. But it's a small percentage of the population... To what extent is it like you're like fuck you? You figure it out because you're yeah. people, not you, but the people, your ancestors were shitty, and the people before you and some other people around you are shitty. So I'm not gonna answer to you. You got to figure it out. That's a great way to have a majority not be as inclined to whatever. Like to me, it's like I think the I don't want to read an article. I'd rather talk to an individual person, and I'm here to listen and not tell my opinion. Yeah. I'm here to listen to you, yeah. but I am curious, and I think that. There's just so much anger right now. Yeah. Understandable anger, but misplaced as well. Like I, like if someone gives me anger toward, if a gay man was like, you know, you guys, uh, not me. Mm-hmm. Maybe people or maybe other white dudes, not me. And you pass that judgment as bad as me passing all you gays kind yeah. of thing. And that's, a, well, it's, that's it's, it's so much anger right now. And though the thing is, like you say, someone a trans person is gonna have a conversation with you, and you'll just you know listen. But oh, I've seen a lot, like heard. I, I know some trans people totally. like, there complaints are that for the most part people aren't listening objectively or there's a lot of people too that say like that's still weird yeah you know like it's like they they, like explain this to me they'll like explain it and then they'll just be like you're wrong like there aren't would you like they'll just face get a lot of your foot uh oh i I can hear that that. really yeah (laughs) um like for the most part, people aren't listening to actually learn. They're listening so that they can then tell them why they're wrong. You know, and I think it's for that reason. Right? Is that what mansplaining is? Uh, mansplaining it's is... It's kind of right. Like, I'm, I ask you a question and then tell you the answer type thing. A mansplaining is if, like, oh, there's <laughs> one time, like, um, I was hanging out with sure. uh, my boyfriend and his friends who I had just met that very day. Yeah. And his friend was like, oh, so, yo, guys, I just bought a sheet of acid. And then goes, to me specifically, a sheet of acid is, like, and explains it to me. Like, I'm like, I know what it is. Why are you just explaining it to me because I'm a woman? Like... Like, it's just, like, when a man assumes that a woman I wonder if it's because you're a woman or if it's because he doesn't know you and maybe assumes that you, no, yeah, as an no, individual, it, Rebecca, are as innocent. No, I wonder, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think it was sure. No, that's I an example. No, no. because Mark's friend then went, bro, stop me, that's what. But it's, it, you hear a lot of, you hear about that a lot in the workplace where yeah. a guy just assumes yes. that a woman doesn't know how to And that is something. real. It happens. I got called, I got told I was mansplaining the other day for the really? first time ever. It was absolutely crazy. I mean, I'm like the the reason I know I'm not mansplaining is because I'm like that with everybody. Or also, if you just <laughs> explain something without someone asking what yeah. it is, like maybe I don't know what it is, but it's like I don't need to, to shut up. Yeah, well, so that's what happened. So I was on someone like posted on their Snapchat or something a picture of a thermostat. 
Um, and they said she said something about a thermometer being like just she said something about being a thermometer and not as a fucking like just I wasn't like trying to like cause any shit I just went thermometer and she said what I said it's a thermostat like a a thermometer is like it's a thermostat cause it look it's on the fucking wall with numbers on the side that's a fucking thermostat yeah and she's like, actually, it's a thermometer because it's outside, but thanks for mansplaining. <laughs> and I'm like, it has nothing to do with you being a woman. If a guy, if a chick, if anyone's just posted, I would have said, that's a thermostat. I'm a little asshole. <laughs> Call me an asshole. I'm not man. I don't give a fuck if you're a chick. Yeah. And so, like, I'll find the mansplaining thing to be very hard because there's sometimes where I get it. Like, if I'm in the workplace and there's some woman who, like, enters the company as a manager and I'm technically under her, yeah. but I'm a little older, I'm a man, and I was like, Oh, sweetheart, you're going to have a good time around here. This is how we do things. And you already know that. That's mansplaining. Yes. But the line for me is it's hard to say, when is it mansplaining and when are you just being an asshole? I get it. I can be a dick sometimes. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you're a chick or you're a dude when I'm being a dick, though. That's the that's the problem I think I have with, like, mansplaining. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, uh, it's... All I think it's so just, difficult. like, unsolicited explanations sure. or just assuming that you don't know something. Yeah. Um, the the one the last thing I guess I want to say is with me I feel and we we've definitely strayed but I think it's still sim it's about conversations yeah, and social yeah. stuff so it's fine with me um, I feel like nowadays a lot of the there's a lot of what seems to me to be discrimination from people that are complaining about discrimination and people will disagree with this all the time you know, I mean I'll, I'll give some examples so like what have, white discrimination well not even white discrimination I just mean like I, I see it and, and, and I understand the idea of like well you're a white dude you've been doing it to us for so long we can do it back to you which to me still isn't a, that's not a fucking solution that's just you being an asshole as well but whatever um, but you see like oh there's no thing as reverse racism or stuff like a, like if you're a dude and you're explaining something when you shouldn't be that's mansplaining to me, that's just as discriminatory as me doing it to women. It's like, oh, well, all you women do this. Women saying all you guys do this. That's just as dangerous and unhealthy to me. Uh, like I see it a lot. Generalizing? Uh, generalized, like discriminating, yeah. Like you're saying, oh, like, like, like all, all, all men, men do yes, this. Like, all like, and, and you see a lot of it. Like you saw like the not all men, yes all men thing. Twitter's really bad at it. Um, and, and to me, I read it as you're being just as bad. I, for now, I understand that you were oppressed, so you're oppressing back, I guess. But if that's continued for 50 or 100 years, that's going to put you in the same position. Like, that's not actually going to solve any problems. I don't know if you've seen this at all um, or not. You're giving me a blank face. But, seen uh, what? Like, if you've seen that at all. I see a lot of it, like, on Twitter. You see a oh, lot of... people saying, like, all men suck sort of thing. Yeah. And I find that to be very strange. Yeah. It's like if I had a problem with... Uh, it's like if I had a problem with all the all the all those skateboarders in New Paltz, so I, like, got a skateboarder to follow them around telling the shitty people for skateboarding. It just seems counterintuitive. Like, if you don't like skateboarding, talk about it from the sidewalk. Like, it just seems weird that people jump in and say, men are shitty for... All All men are assholes because they've been so discriminatory against us for so long. You're discriminating just as bad. I don't know if you have any opinions on that. I have to think about that for a second. Yeah, I don't know if you see it the same way I do. As someone who is a white man, it's so weird for me how often I see people say, you as a white man are X, Y, and Z, and I go, I've never done any of those things. You know, yeah. like it's well, crazy. Well, then what I think people's argument in that case, um, which is one I have thoughts about on both sides, I guess, of the valley, is like, is good. whereas you, John, let's pretend you've never mansplained before, <laughs> which I'm sure you have. I'm sure like, I have, but I don't. I probably mansplained to my guy friends. <laughs> like you've never. Let's pretend you've never done 
anything that men have historically done to oppress people. Yeah. What I think people's viewpoint is, is why, is that, like, whereas you've done nothing wrong, you're basically, um, compliant. Yeah. You know, like, you, you're the one who has the power to say, like, my voice isn't going to be heard as well as your voice. She's still crazy to me. I, I'm sure it's true some places, but I still find that crazy. I do think that more often than not, there's pretty good equality in this country. There are areas where there's not, and there's situations where there's not, and there's, like, mm-hmm. workspaces where there's not. But mm-hmm. I do feel like, generally, it's not that bad anymore. Like, because, like, when my mom was trying to get into the workforce, you trying to be an engineer is going to go way better than it would have gone 30 yeah. years ago by a landslide. In mm-hmm. most places, I think you'd be pretty equally treated. But, like, it's... I understand. I think, well, no, there's definitely still a lot of, you know, workplace discrimination. There definitely is. And even then, if you do get into the workplace, you know, you get those things like sexual harassment, uh-huh. uh, being paid less, mm-hmm. discriminating against, mansplaining, like things the, that kind of just... The, the pay gap's actually really interesting. Oh, we'll okay. get into oh, that so another interesting. time. We'll talk about another time. We'll definitely talk about that another yeah. time. Um, I know a bit on that. But, um, so basically, it's like you are in the position to make the change and like yes. if you have a friend a guy friend who's yeah. saying racist sexist shit sure. like stop that person yeah you know which like, is very much true which is yes. why i think people have said like all men suck because it's like you're just kind of letting all this stuff happen Maybe if you are if you are that's you're assuming the person is which is another issue i have like i know like if my friends say something racist i'm usually like yo no, yeah. if i think if i uh, think it's yeah. bad i usually hey fuck off but you get the assumption. Most that's guys right. are probably being complacent because I, I think yeah. of men, I think of them as being complacent. To me, that's just as much discrimination as me saying women aren't as fucking smart as dudes are. I, you know what I mean? Um, it's just, there's so many, like, it's all opinions too. It's all, like, the shit that we come up with. It's None of it's based off of any reality. Like Everything's a social construct. <laughs> it, all of it's fucking made up. Like, your opinions of any group of people is made from your very small worldview you know all of us do you know I have views on every group of people I have views on vegans and and liberals and old people but think about how many you actually know mm-hmm. in that in the population you yeah. know you might have 20 people that's nothing yeah. that's 20 people in your area that yeah you I was know. about to say like a vegan here is different from a vegan there yeah vegan I there. talked about veganism in this earlier about with the issue with the conversation with vegans a lot of people just assume that it's like stupid for no reason yeah. Um, when I was a vegetarian, I was I this is redundant as fuck, but like for you. Oh, huh. remember when you were? Vegetarian? Well, I was vegetarian for like well, I was vegetarian for a year and a half yeah. when I was in high school. Yeah. And I got so many friends, family members, people I'm very close with, like giving me shit for it. Yeah. Like they'd be like, "You're a vegetarian now," and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh, and vegetarians always pushing your agendas." I'm like, "You're the fucking you." I never, I didn't yeah. bring this up at all. You did. Uh, and I find a lot of people coming up to me and trying to start problems. Yeah. Just like, oh, why do you think this? What do you think this? Killing animals is what we're supposed to do. It's what God put them on the earth for. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, God exists. Well, <laughs> no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I agree with you. I agree that animal. it's fine to, to kill animals. I just don't like the way we're doing it or how much we're doing it. And there's yeah. other reasons to. Yeah. But like people come up and they assume a lot. And it was crazy. It was one of my first times being like a, I guess, minority uh, in any sort of the word. Yeah. And it was crazy. I was like <laughs> shocked. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is everyone making all these assumptions about me for no reason? Um, and, and so, yeah, I find that to be troublesome. I also find in any group, boiling down someone's, boiling people down to like a 2D surface is really dangerous. I know, early, I know earlier you said, uh, like white straight dudes don't really have a lot of issues. And I understand that you meant from like a societal standpoint. Yes. We have less social issues, like big affecting me every day. I'm treated this way by a group. Yeah. yeah. 
But the hard part too is then people, some people get into the, like, there are a lot of white straight dudes that have had really fucking difficult lives for a hundred thousand reasons, just like everybody else. So I think socially, I agree with like certain groups have better off. But the hard part is some people blur that into personally, like you have never experienced hard, you know, you don't know what sexual harassment is. Whoa, you don't know what I've experienced. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I think um, that's just making an assumption. I think statistically, more women have experienced sexual ha- harassment than men. It's but a really close can't. statistic. One yeah. to five for men, one to four for women. You know that one in four women get the one in four women statistic? Yes. It, the same study found that it was one in five men. Same study. Did that just come out or people just no, not it's talk been out for a while. It's just, well, it depends on who you're listening to. <laughs> no, it's really interesting. A lot of men have had sexual harassment as well. Uh, that's also a fucked up statistic because it included women that were drunk or high that were consensually having sex. But I have to look into that. Yeah, please do. Because um, I've like be... seen other things from like reliable resources yeah. that just say that. Like... Well, the problem with all the studies too is a lot of studies are not fake, just it, it depends. The original, and this might be a true statistic, but the like when we were in like sophomore year of high school a couple years ago, the, the one in four girls that go to college have deal with sexual assault. There might be other statistics that corroborate it accurately, but that original paper that came out they asked a bunch of women and if you were high or drunk and consensually had sex they counted that as sexual assault which skewed the statistic to hell because think of how many girls are you know having sex while drunk at college you know yeah and that's also then like and that's tough that's a whole that's also hard though because uh there's so many uh, that now we're just getting into a whole thing (laughs) well it's hard what is consent when you say oh how many people having drunk sex at college whatever but it's like I can have drunk sex when I'm two drinks in, or I can also still have drunk sex when, you're when 30 I'm thirty drinks. Literary. Yeah, and you're and you can't and you can't. Yeah. And, and so it's 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 some of these studies are really difficult because there's just so many variables. It's hard but, to have it be accurate. Um, but I, I I will say that I think when it comes to some stuff like going back, people just make assumptions. Yeah, you know? when it comes to abuse, I get really upset when people assume stuff. When it comes to like stuff like abuse or something like that, you wouldn't understand. You're a dude. You don't get what sexual assault's like. You're if you say that enough, you're asking to really upset somebody because you never know what kid. Oh yeah, I was raped by my dad when I was five. Yeah. Don't tell me I don't. You know, you never know who you're talking to, and so I always find that to be a slippery slope when you're talking about like personal stuff. I hate when people person. You don't understand this. You don't. You don't understand what it's like to have cops do it. You don't know what happened. You know. You know some regular white kid might have got his ass yeah. beat almost to death people by cops. Just you don't go know based you know? off assumptions of statistics, which is tough. That statistic like. You can make a societal assumption. If you're a black man, you're obviously much more likely to get in trouble. Of course. So, like, people are going to assume, yeah, I'm going to go to you and be like, you don't know what it's like. Of course you could. I might have not. People just get very defensive and make assumptions. Well, I think it's fair to say there are more black people that have had trouble with cops than white people. Yes, you can say that. But I think if you say you, unless you know the person extremely well, that's that's where I don't like it when people take a... Uh, trend and make it personal. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, well, it, I same think, the other around. You can't assume a black guy's had. I wouldn't go yeah. up to any black and go. So what's your worst thing that's ever happened to the cop? Uh, they might be like nothing. You asshole. I'm yeah. from white no, place. Yeah. Like I. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it. I think people take it so personally because mm-hmm. it is a personal mm-hmm. matter. Like sure. Myself, like being a woman in college, I'm fucking terrified. Sure. Of like. Assault. Yeah, you know, like that's which which uh, it's understandable. Yeah, so at the like, same time, how many times have you had any issues with that? I thankfully have. Actually, have I? I've had. When you first came to school, there was that weird thing. There, that kid, I've had but that wasn't like of a, weird kids being very forward, but nothing yeah, actually like which, physically. And that's to me, weird kids being forward. I mean, that's a. 
that's not good. Well, this like, kid was basically normal. saying he was gonna kill him. Yeah, so. that I remember yeah. that. That was fucking weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it. I always wonder how many of the statistics are accurate and how many of the statistics are trying to get a point across. But the negative impact is it makes people more afraid. Like there might be, I don't know, but like say there's actually a lot less women with sexual assault issues in college nowadays than you'd think. Back in the day, it was really bad, mixed with, ev- like, studies that might be skewed. Maybe it happens as much, but if it doesn't, studies like that, all they're doing would be making you have more fear for no reason. And so that's why I find studies to be... I, w- I wish we regulated studies a lot more in this country, because you see people giving fake data all the time and putting out studies that mean Plus nothing. And it's news and everything. And it's really... Re- and I, I think that, like, if you get caught with a study that is misleading, you should have a, a serious consequence. Mm-hmm. Because at nowadays society, people use that so much, it affects lives. Yeah. Like, it affects people's lives and how they view other people. And you're okay with it because you're making a statistic that's going to make people read your newspaper more or something yeah. like that. And I really, truly think that we should regulate statistics better because yeah. um, that's fucked. Don't fake stuff. Going back a half second. Yeah. Um, we'll wrap it up soon, too. About taking things personally. Like I said, like, what is scary and why people take things personally. Like, let's pretend you and I were having a conversation sure. and you made, like, a sort of like rape joke or just said totally. something that like really made it seem like you just didn't understand that like yeah. if you just grope a woman that's wrong yes. like that will make me in a sense feel kind of attacked because that scares me thinking that because like, you don't know what I'm going to do to you next time we're out somewhere or not yeah. even you do to me but just knowing that like a guy my thinks friend, that yeah like, that you exist you're no person part of the problem no I know, you know I know I know yeah like so I get really scared when like that's why like if um when that whole, we're not going to get in depth, but totally. when that whole Brett Kavanaugh and all that yeah. stuff happened, and my dad, I talked to my dad about it, and he's like... It's normal, it's college. <laughs> my dad was like, she should like basically like, shut up. Like, it happened years ago, he should be... Totally. Like, that just like made me feel so absolutely terrible. I, it was, I like, agree, yeah. What that, if that, that is was terrible. me? Like, yeah. that's... Well, he'd feel different if it was you, but the exactly. fact that it's not you, and which is not... I that's how it works. Like, yeah. If I grew up... You're the same years, as her. Like, that is who... I, I am the no, same I know. as her. I think that it's... With stuff like consent, it's really clear cut. If the, with consent, if the person's not giving active consent, yes, I'd like to. Yes, yes. I'd like to. Yes, I'd like to. Don't do it, and that's yeah. very normal. With other stuff, though, it's harder because it's more gray area. It's more muddled, and so you have issues like that where it's like you go, you know, the fact that someone would say X makes me feel attacked. With some stuff, it's cut and dry. You're right. You should feel attacked if someone says that. But on other subjects, you might be like, you know, if I say I think it's my right to own a gun, I could have a gun in this house if I wanted to. Some people go, I feel attacked. There's a man with there could be a man with a gun. In, 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 in my town like what if you want to use that poorly and that's where it gets into the gray area of just because you feel attacked doesn't necessarily mean that you're right in feeling attacked you have the right to your opinion but at the same time like there's some stuff where oh if someone feels attacked if their neighbor owns a gun then that's I'm sorry that's not the right to you know yeah. and, and that's where it's gray because you get the argument of well they should be able to feel safe but at the same time that doesn't mean that they're objectively correct. It's very subjective they feel unsafe. You know what we need to talk about next time? Well, yeah. I was we'll do thinking, a full one because we can do this forever. You know so we will do say, a full podcast. I was about podcast. to say, you, you have your podcast and it can be like fun segments of like Rebecca and John talking because yeah. we both just have it. Yeah. I think we're both, we have like not opposite, but like different we ends have, of the valley. But sort we, of, have, like, we agree on, like I we agree and are respectful about a lot of the stuff, but at the same time we differ in some of our personal opinions. Yeah. So it's really interesting. So, yeah. Like, a, a conversation, I think, something we should talk about next time for our little sure. segment, because yeah. I think this is really good. Um, I had a conversation with Mark the other night, 
um, my boyfriend about um, guns. Yeah. And he, like, I was saying, you know, I think people can have handguns and, like, stuff for hunting and stuff, but nobody should own an automatic or semi-automatic rifle. Nobody, there's no reason for anybody to own an AR-15 or anything like that. And then Mark was saying, like, yeah, like, um, you know, the NRA, like, people, like, usually, like, you know, in the South, like, guns or whatever, like, that's just their culture, and you can't say that that's wrong. And then we got into a whole back and forth about an interesting one. saying if someone's culture is wrong or not, and if you can say that, and oh, I would love to talk about That's that. That's really interesting, actually, yeah. Well, what we'll definitely do is we'll do this again sometime. Uh, what I might do with this, actually, is I might release, I might talk on my own for like 20 minutes about the one I was doing and post that as its own thing, and then this is like 40 minutes. So I might release <laughs> yeah. this as a separate episode, yeah. uh, like conversations with. Uh, but yeah, if you ever want to do this again, this is really yeah. easy. This is easy, right? Fun, yeah. Really oh, easy yeah, to it's do. Fun. It's you fun. think it's crazy, but like you start doing like, oh, this is we did the 40 minutes. It's, yeah. it's 4.50 right now. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I, I guess, yeah. I, and I love this sort of shit. Yeah, no, it's interesting to talk about. Um, well, I, we'll wrap this up for today. Uh, thank oh, you. Oh, we're still recording. We're, we've been recording, yeah, dude. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Rebecca, for, oh, thank for you coming. For uh, we'll definitely do this again. It was a good conversation. I'll see you all in class.